0: The feds are offering a point of sale incentive of five thousand dollars, which can be used alongside similar provincial and territorial programs. Our territorial provincial program scrapped. I think it was fourteen thousand dollars brought in by the Liberal government. Ford um, put the kibosh on that, so that no longer is in existence. But you could five thousand dollars. It's not nothing. It's something. It's five thousand dollars, and you could put it towards. Um, buying or leasing a qualifying zero-emission vehicle. Here to talk about the program, like to welcome on to the show Daniel Breton. He is the president and CEO of Electric Mobility Canada. Welcome to the show. Good to have you back on, Daniel.
1: Hi. How are you?
0: I'm fantastic. What do you think of this incentive? $5,000 to some might not seem uh, like a lot of money when you're talking about the expense of an EV, but in keeping... With the fact that the uh, feds have also announced by 2035 all new cars and light duty trucks sold in the country will be EVs, it's probably good to start thinking about it.
1: Yeah, well, actually, uh, yesterday uh, Minister Gabra talked about the fact that we had reached 100,000 Canadians who took advantage of that five thousand dollar rebate. Uh, so, so it's a good it's a good step, uh, but there's a lot more to do. Especially in Ontario, for that matter, because now there are rebates in B.C., in Quebec, Nova Scotia, Yukon, New Brunswick, PEI. So, uh, so what happens is because of the fact that there are less incentives and less incentives to install uh, EV charger as well, um, Ontario is lagging Quebec and B.C. by quite a bit. Uh, I mean, we're looking at the Q2 sales. I mean, in Ontario, it's 3%. Quebec nine point four percent and in BC ten point six percent, and when we look at Toronto with three point seven percent of sales behind Montreal at ten point four and Vancouver at twelve point one, so there's a lot of catching up to do uh, from Ontario.
0: Right, and it, it, the infrastructure. is is keeping a lot of Ontarians from investing in the EV. We just don't have the charging stations. Do you figure that, like, if we're in a situation of what comes first, the chicken or the egg, do we need that infrastructure in (laughs) as the last push to get us into those EVs, uh, as incentives aside?
1: Well, honestly, uh, we think that there are five pillars uh, to accelerate electric mobility. Infrastructure is certainly one of them. Because we need to have enough infrastructure for public for people when they want to go, let's say, downtown areas or in on the highway. Because let's be frank, uh, people who buy EVs most of the time they charge at home. Between seventy and to ninety percent of the time, people charge at home. So it's not so much for daily use; it's when you travel Mm -hmm. uh, where it's necessary. And the Natural Resources Canada has invested a lot in that with different partners like Canadian K- 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 Tire and others, Petro Canada. Uh, but uh, where there's an area where it can be more complicated is, is when you live downtown. When you live downtown Toronto, for instance, and uh, you live on the 70th floor of a high-rise building and you have no charger uh, in your parking lot, you know, down, down in the, the parking. Uh, so it, it can be more complicated. So we need... Chargers, level two chargers and fast chargers in downtown areas, which I think will be the next great challenge. More than that, education is key because uh, there, is so, there are so many misconceptions about electric vehicles regarding range, regarding how they react or uh, how, they, how they work in the winter. Uh, so to me, that's a big key uh, to accelerate electric mobility. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, regulation. Also very important because uh, we want to be adopting electric vehicles faster. But one thing that we found is that even if we have rebates or even if infrastructure, there are no uh, electric cars at the dealerships. It's really complicated to buy them. And right now, what we're seeing is that many provinces have rebates and infrastructure, but they have no cars on the dealers' lots. And when you have no cars, uh, no electric cars on the dealers' lot, what happens is that well, a salesperson will try to sell you what they have on their lot. Mm. So sometimes they will try to discourage you to buy an electric car because they have none to sell.
0: One of the things you brought up was the misconception about um, electric cars and and vehicles, and uh, you know how uh, you know far they can go on a battery charge, or how they perform in in our winter weather and our more severe weather. Who's responsible for the misinformation, in your opinion?
1: Oh, my God. Uh, it's complicated. I mean, very often it's social media. And there's a lot of misconception. I mean, we've seen the same thing with the vaccine and COVID. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, and and way back when, you know, when I started working on climate change 20 years ago, it was the same thing. So, so I think it has a lot to do with the fact that very often dealers don't know enough about their own cars when they're electric. Sometimes they're not interested. Uh, social media has a lot to do with it. Uh, but i've I've even heard elected officials uh, vehiculate a lot of misconceptions about electric vehicles for instance, mm-hmm. I had a a, a, per, a, a head of the, an organization national organization say well EVs can be fine if you live let's say in Vancouver but when you live in Toronto or Manitoba well it's different it's a different story personally I live in Quebec I've been driving EVs for two decades now believe it or not uh, and uh, and uh, I I go to Toronto on a regular basis. Uh, I go up north. Uh, I go to North Carolina. I go to Detroit. I go to New York with my electric car, winter or summer. So it's a lot simpler now than it used to be, obviously, because range has multiplied for 2011 and now. So we went from about 110 kilometers to about 400 to 500 kilometers, depending on the new vehicles on the market. Mm-hmm. So it's a lot easier now, and there are more chargers uh, Another thing is that a lot of people tend to think or hear that EVs are not that good for the environment. They're not perfect, but they're much better than gas vehicles. And the last but not least, a lot of pe- a lot of people still think that batteries don't last long and you have to change them, but they're actually built to last longer than the vehicle.
0: Project Arrow was announced uh, this week. It's Canada's zero emissions concept car. It was announced by the federal government. They will be Uh, pitching in $5 million for this project. They'll be designing the first zero-emission vehicle. I believe this is going to be out of the Windsor area, and it'll support jobs and auto suppliers and tech firms. How important is this for, you know, the shift to EVs?
1: I think it's very important. I think it's a great project that they're working on because we want to show that we have the expertise, the experience, the parts, um, the companies interested in buying electric vehicles from light to medium to heavy duty. So I think it's it's a good it's a good poster child I would say for electric mobility. And uh, we have more and more companies across the country who are working on electric mobility, building electric vehicles from light to medium to heavy duty to buses to trucks, even snowmobiles. So uh, we are progressing quickly, uh, but we have to make sure that. Uh, Canada seizes the opportunity that's ahead of us because with all that knowledge, with the resources that we have, actually, we are, we will be launching in September, the Accelerate Alliance, which is a ZEV supply chain alliance for Canada, which will exactly want to take advantage of all the assets that we have, but we have to have a plan. So that's what we'll, we'll be working on with the federal government.
0: What's the most important part of Project Arrow, this, uh, this EV, this, this new uh, car that they're going to come up with here, Canada's first zero emissions vehicle uh, that they get right, in your opinion. Is it uh, the, the amount of money that it will uh, cost the average person to get into that vehicle?
1: Well, I'd say that the most important part is to show that we can do electric cars in Canada, not just electric trucks and buses or get, you know, get uh, the electric cars built either in the U.S. or in Europe. I know in Korea, for that matter, is to say we in Canada can build electric cars. Well, less and less cars because people now buy SUVs and crossovers and pickup trucks. But uh, light-duty vehicles we can build. We have the knowledge. And that's what Project Arrow wants to show, that we can build them from the ground up.
0: All right. I want to thank you for your time, as always. It's it's a pleasure having you on the show. Thank you so much for joining us today. My pleasure. Daniel Breton is president and CEO of Electric Mobility Canada. Just to, you know, talking about this first ever a zero emissions concept car, $5 million in federal funding, uh, was announced this week and it's going to create some jobs and hopefully going to create a lot of buzz about our ability to, you know, build, uh, EV cars. I know that we're already investing in batteries and building batteries here in, in the province. So, um, it's just yet another. step towards getting all of us into EVs.